Hello, Diana here with your spiritual journey and your twin soul relationship. Still on the topic of perception and change. This time, I'm going to remind you that you have a superpower. It is not leaping tall buildings or stopping a runaway train. It is creating what you focus on and what you believe in your life. If your focus is on not having enough money, love, happiness, that is what you will create and are creating. If you begin working to bring those things into your life without changing your beliefs that you do not have enough, you will increase whatever it is that you're trying to bring into your life. You will definitely increase it. But, you will not perceive the increase as sufficient for you to feel like you have enough. At this point, it is not how much you have. It is your belief that you do not have enough that has not changed, and therefore, your perception of what you have has not changed. About 15 years ago, I had a client who wanted a better job and an increase in his income. Now, we talked about his job and we talked about what he did that was part of our coaching sessions and he seemed to be pretty happy with his job so when he brought this to me my first question was uh is this something that he wants and and he did he he uh agreed that he would like to make more money but the reason behind this is that his fiance was not satisfied with his current job. It had long hours and it did not pay enough. Now, those were her words, not his. But he agreed. So that meant he was now looking for a better paying position in the same field he was working in because he wanted to stay in that field. So what we did was worked on his perception of himself and help him see himself as more experienced and more aware of what he was capable of offering to a company. Um, now, during his job hunt, he had a few bumps, but mostly he did okay. Uh, it took him about three months, actually. Uh, to find the job that he was seeking. Now, because my client worked for tech startups, he naturally put in 60 hours a week, most weeks. So it took him, it took him some time to find the niche that he wanted because he did not want a long commute on top of the long hours. But he still, you know, he found what he was looking for. And he was really pleased. And he couldn't wait to share this information with his fiance. Uh, granted, he was still going to be putting in uh, over 60 hours a week, but he found a position that actually doubled his salary. So he was surprised that she was not thrilled. And she actually insisted that what he was earning was okay but he could do better, they could do better. Now, he was completely baffled by this approach. 
and they started to have disagreements about his job, his hours, and she insisted that they did not have a, a sufficient income to get married and start a life together. Um, now, he could not understand her position. He thought they were pretty well set to move ahead with their lives. So finally, after several sessions with me, when he could only focus on their issues around money, um, he asked if I could talk with, with them both, and I reluctantly agreed. So one phone conference later, here's how things stood. And I'll be right back after this message from my sponsors to let you know. She insisted that his income was not sufficient to have the life they wanted to buy a house and start a family. Now I asked some questions. I wanted to know if she was employed and of course she was. Um, but she stated that she was sure that they still did not have enough to live on and would probably end up living in a one-bedroom apartment forever, which was what they currently had. So that took all the, literally the air out of the room, so to speak. Everybody just stopped talking because she was very intense with that statement. So I asked her how much did she feel they needed to have coming in income-wise in order to make her feel secure and feel like she was ready to move on. And she named a figure. Now, this figure was followed by an even longer silence than the one before. And again, I broke the silence by saying to her, you do know that your current combined income is about $25,000 over the figure you just quoted that you needed to feel secure. She seemed very surprised by that at first. And then she uh, paused and said, oh, but when I start looking at houses, it seems like we just do not have enough. And I pointed out to her, but you do have enough. In fact, you have more than enough. So, uh, perhaps you need to change how you see your finances. Because it appears that you perceive everything you want as out of your reach, even when you have the resources available. So, you just keep pushing for more. And in the process, you are creating havoc in your relationship. And she was like, well, we need a lot of money to buy a house. And I agreed that they, that having a sufficient amount of resources was definitely helpful in purchasing and keeping a house. And she was like, that's it. And I was like, just taken aback by the emphasis she put on that, on that. And she said, I am afraid. We will lose our house unless we're making a lot of money. Now, I'm a spiritual life coach, not a financial coach. So I recommended that they do a bit of financial planning and try to keep her fear of losing the house before they even reach the point of seriously buying a house uh, out of the details. But she was driven to want more because of her underlying fear of losing a home. And this was controlling her perception of how much income was sufficient. 
and she was so focused on the fear of losing a home that she did not even realize that they had sufficient income to cover their needs and even their wants. Now, I did not ask her about the source of her fear, but I did say that unless she could let go of it, she was creating a situation in which her constant focus on losing a home and not having enough, even when you have more than enough, would create the opposite of what she wanted, which was security. It was also creating a lot of strife in the relationship, which a relationship where you cannot see what you have and you are not able to be grateful for what you have becomes a very uncomfortable relationship. So when we ended the session, I reminded them that perhaps offering gratitude for what you already have will help you have a better awareness of what you actually have and give you a more accurate perception of your situation. You see, giving gratitude will go a long ways in opening doors for you to continue to receive. And it helps you focus on what you have instead of what you do not have which is another way to change your perception, change your awareness, and make better choices. Now, I personally have been known to offer gratitude to my higher mind, even for unpleasant things. I would say I am grateful for the experience, and that seemed to take the sting out of things and make the transition to a better way of dealing with it quicker for me. I hope that you all have a lot to be grateful for, and I will see you next week.